0: I'm Kristen. And I'm Serena. And this is Oi with the coffee already. Hello everybody. Welcome to episode twenty-eight where we are talking about Jaws. Yes. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for Jaws. So I love this movie. I you know love shark uh movies. I love shark
1: movies. Yes. Yep. Yeah, same. Well, I mean, no, I do love them. Um, and I kind of not really forgot, but it just I had it had been a while since I've seen Jaws. And so I guess maybe yeah, in a way I did forget like how amazing this movie like really is. It's especially really good. at its especially at its time when it was released, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was really like ahead of its time like really oh for
0: sure i mean it was released in 1975 and then we watch it you know in 2021 (laughs) however many years later that is because i'm not mathing right now and um it totally holds up like yeah it it really holds up it's Mm -hmm. incredible
1: and uh, the way that they did the shark and everything it's you can't i don't know it doesn't seem i mean other than you know the complete like aesthetic of the movie obviously you could tell is in the 70s but right. the shark itself doesn't seem like something done in the 70s so no it's no pretty
0: they, amazing. and i think i think because spielberg's kind of known for his practical effects his movies tend mm-hmm. to hold up over a longer period over of time. time than some other movies and um which, you know, yeah i mean we talk we'll talk about it next week as well when we talk about jurassic park because it's kind of the same mm-hmm. thing but um he definitely has a knack for creating movies that withstand the test of time and Mm -hmm. uh, it is pretty impressive see
1: and that's something that i kind of miss with like nowadays movies because i mean nowadays movies you have a lot of like cgi and things that can you know green screens things like that Mm -hmm. that can kind of like be put in and sometimes i feel like I mean, it's amazing still, like, what you can do today, like, especially with, you know, like, literally making a whole, like, city, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like, feel like it's there and it's not there. You know what I mean? Right. And, but sometimes I feel like I really miss the way that, I don't know, I guess the way, like, things used to be done as far as, like, special
0: effects and things like that, so. No, I I hear that. I I I, I feel, I kind of feel like. I, I agree. I think kind of to go off that, it, not to say that those who do the computer animation aren't working exceedingly right. hard to create things, oh, but it almost exactly. seems like a lazy way to do it. Like, mm-hmm. rather than take the time to create the set and create um, you know, those practical like effects, you're... they rely on yeah. the, the computer to do all the work. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I think there's a little bit of that laissez-faire attitude with making mm-hmm. some of these movies and it's not to say they're it takes away from the movie or makes it bad I mean you get something like Black Panther that's just it's beautiful right. or Avatar it's beautiful and incredible right. um, but there is something to be said about the practical effects and using uh, using what you have and making it work even though it may not work mm-hmm. right like we'll talk about more of that but right. um, <laughs> this movie is actually an exactly. excellent example of working with what didn't work right <laughs> so yeah mm-hmm. uh, but I guess we can get yeah. into the nitty gritty here. Yeah, go so, for So, as we said, it was released in 1975, directed by Steven Spielberg. Um, by the way, we're doing three movies in a row, Steven Spielberg. And I don't know if we meant to do that, <laughs> but that's how it happened. So he's also <laughs> done, of course, Schindler's List, E.T., Saving Private Ryan, War Horse, Those are the ones I put on this time. I I think (laughs) I'm (laughs) repeating myself here. (laughs) Um, I went ahead and put the music in because this is the first time that Spielberg worked with John Williams. And John Williams is a very well-known composer. Um, And obviously this is, I believe it's this one he won an Academy Award for, I think. Mm, Um, Interesting. John Williams. This is also written by Peter Benchley and Carl Gottlieb? I don't know if I said Gottlieb. That I hope I did. Gottlieb, thank you. Gottlieb, um, it is yeah. based off a book by Peter Benchley, uh, but he also did help with the screenplay. Mm-hmm. So our cast, Roy Sh- uh, Scheider, he was, played Brody, and he passed away in 2008. Uh, he was also mm-hmm. in The French Connection, Blue Thunder, and Jaws 2. Robert Shaw played Quint. He passed away in 1978. Uh, he is also in A Man for All Seasons, The Sting, from Russia with Love. Uh, Richard Dreyfli- Dreyfus played Hooper, and he's also in Goodbye Girl, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and American Graffiti. Lorraine Gary played Ellen Brody. She was also in Jaws 2, Jaws the Revenge, in 1941. And Murray Hamilton played Vaughn, which was the um, mayor, and he passed mm-hmm. away in 1986, but he was also in The Graduate, Anatomy of a Murder, and as well as 1941. Uh there's a few other, like, the kids and stuff, but that's kind of the main yeah. characters right there. Um, mm mm-hmm. So, but, yeah. Um, I know that, in general, Richard Dreyfus and Robert Shaw had a really hard time getting along. Um, Richard Dreyfus had talked about how, like, when they were... It's just the two of them. Like, if they were just, like, hanging out together. Mm-hmm. Robert was, like, cool and nice and, like, would, you know... Um, like was just like a really nice guy and open and friendly mm-hmm. and then the moment they were like in front of people like he turned into like a total asshole <laughs> like wow yeah it was really weird uh robert Shaw also struggled horrifically with alcoholism uh, mm-hmm. his alcoholism actually got him in trouble on the set things like that uh, but this movie had i was gonna
1: say I, his character is very over the top, obviously. Yeah. There's a lot of parts where, I mean, I'm like, okay, this was obviously, I mean, he fit his character really, really well.
0: <laughs> he did. He so. did. And uh, this movie was took over 100 days to film. Was, I believe, wow. over budget. <laughs> Definitely over time. <laughs> and it was um the first movie where they ever attempted to film on the ocean so a lot of times this would just be done in a studio and um spielberg was like no no we're gonna film on the ocean they filmed um they filmed pretty much everything at martha's vineyard and on the atlantic ocean and uh he said in an interview which i'm gonna link this interview um Mm -hmm. it's about an hour long but anyways it's an interview back in the 70s that he did with uh with kind of a talk show host, and mm-hmm. uh, he was saying like, "Oh, uh, it's like yeah, we really didn't know what we were doing, and like the Coast Guard would laugh at us, and like people would like laugh at us." He's like, "We're trying to like tame Mother Nature; it just doesn't work, <laughs> and like, <he's>, like <laughs> it's just a mess." Yeah, and, no. Like, and um, so, however, after all these things, and we'll talk more about some of the struggles that they kind of had for this movie. Um, Mm -hmm. But one important thing to point out is this is the first summer blockbuster. Um, It was never meant to be a summer blockbuster. It was never meant to be released in the summer. Summers up until this point were notoriously known for having low attendance to theaters because people would spend it outside. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was supposed to be released in December of 74. However, because they Mm -hmm. went over time and everything, um, it didn't get released until the summer of 75. And it was, um, 67 million people went to go see the film when it was initially released. and It was the first film to gross over a hundred million dollars and it did it without being released in, it, it did it being released in less than a thousand theaters. That is insane. Yeah. Like,
1: that's crazy. Bananas. That's really cool though. <laughs> yeah kind of i i I would love to imagine like their shock and surprise at that knowing that it wasn't meant to happen this way but it did
0: yeah like it's (laughs) so crazy like like spielberg is basically the father of blockbusters like this is what started the summer blockbusters this is why we have summer blockbusters Like, it's crazy. Like, it's a formula that we've continued to follow, or Hollywood's continued to follow since 1975. Mm -hmm. Like, that's That's bananas. And do you want to guess how old Spielberg was when he directed this?
1: Oh my gosh. No, I don't even want to (laughs) guess. Like, (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) mid-30s?
0: 28. (laughs) He was 28 years old. (laughs) I was not sure enough, 28 years old, to be running the show like that <laughs> that many people and actors and have the ponies oh to be like, let's film on the ocean. Like, no. Gonna right? <laughs>
1: like, we're going to try and, and tame her and do this. <laughs> yeah, no he things. said it was a
0: huge pain because, like, you'd set up the camera and everything. And then so they had the actor ship and then they had two cruise mm-hmm. ships. And he goes, and then, like, you have it all set up, and because of the way the water, mo- like, causes, mm-hmm. and the current causes boats to move, he's like, you'd look in the view lens and be nothing but ocean. He's like, where the hell is the boat? <laughs> like, <laughs> Where'd the boat go? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and speaking I'd of imagine, boats. I mean,
1: yes. Yeah, go on. No, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, I'd imagine, you know, trying to, you know, trying to get that most like authentic feel as possible is, you know, really hard, especially I can't imagine being, you know, on the water, trying to do all that, trying to stay afloat, trying to, (laughs) you know, like manage all of that equipment because that's a lot of equipment out there on the open sea (laughs) where anything can happen
0: (laughs) very pre-digital so i mean you've got you know equipment was probably heavier more cumbersome exactly
1: and trying to keep it you know all good because i mean you know in going back in in to talk about like 1917 where they would get everything set up and then you know they'd realize oh it's too sunny so now we have to wait <laughs> like That's true. you know yeah because it's, yeah, it's things like nature <laughs> right and it's like well you just you and you have to you have to wait on nature because guess what you can't control that as much no. as you want to
0: you can't <laughs> so anyways go ahead <laughs> no, i was gonna say so uh the line of you're gonna need a bigger boat was ad-libbed <laughs> And so, like, it was. <laughs> it was just like, you're gonna need a bigger boat. But yeah, so that one, yeah. the iconic line, was an actual ad lib, which was kind of awesome. And, that's uh, hilarious. Yeah, so I guess I when love... it first, like when they first put the film out for test audiences, and that's the first time you see the shark is when he's like, you're kind of like cruising with them, you know? He's like, oh yeah, chum in the waters, mm-hmm. and he's like, whatever. He's just kind of being sassy and you know, in a pissy right, attitude. Right. And then the shark it. comes up and scares the shit out of him, and it scares the shit out of everybody else. <laughs> and I guess, like, the audience didn't recover fast enough for the line, so there's actually an added 10 seconds. So the audience has time to recover so they can hear the line of, you're going to need a bigger boat. Oh, so, really? Like, yeah, so it was shown to test audiences that uh-huh. they missed the line because it was a shorter period of time, so then they extended uh-huh. it after the test audience reviewed the film. Oh, how funny. Yeah,
1: I love that part when he's sitting there and he's throwing all the chum in the water and he's keeping because I, I feel like that is so relatable where you're, like, it is. you know, just grumbling. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, so <it> <laughs> and then and all Quint. of us... His... sudden just breaking right. <laughs> the shit out of everybody.
1: <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, oh my God, that old man is so annoying. <laughs> but, but yeah, and then, yeah, that part with the shark. So uh, yeah, that part was... Part always gets me i
0: love that part it's good because like so the it's whole thing good. was is spielberg had originally his plan with his animatronic shark um mm-hmm. which by the way he named bruce after his lawyer <laughs> and it is said <laughs> that bruce the shark in finding nemo was named after bruce the shark in jaws. <laughs> and jaws So nice um, i love that <laughs> um so his whole plan with this animatronic shark was like, he's like, yeah, the whole beginning when you see Chrissy and everything, he goes, you were supposed to see, um, like the shark fin and everything. Like you were going to see all of that, you know, the fin coming mm-hmm. and everything. He goes, and when they got the shark and they tested it in Hollywood, in water, it did everything mm-hmm. it was supposed to do. The problem right. is, is the guys who built it didn't build it for saltwater, even though they knew it was going oh. in the Atlantic. And so the moment it hit the salt water, it malfunctioned because salt messed up with all the electronics on it. Right. So they had, like, tourists throughout there. Like, everyone could just show up and see this movie being filmed. I mean, at the time, (laughs) Spielberg was nobody. And, like, it's not, like, nowadays where it would just be a a cluster if, like... People were right. or something like this. So people yeah. were all there and they were all going to see this shark jump out of the water because that was the whole, because mm-hmm. uh, it did it. Like He's like, oh yeah, it uh-huh. did it. And he goes, and it. we hit the button and just this tail comes out and it just like moons everybody. <laughs> <laughs> i <It's> like, <laughs> like, and he was Did like, it do I what guess, he was hoping it would do? No, and then it started to sink and they had, it sunk to the oh. bottom in 30 feet of water and they had to recover it and like, Oh yeah so god. he's like I had to come up with a whole new plan how do I make this a shark movie without showing this shark you know right except for right. like the very few times they got like a few bits of footage where we were able to like have the shark do a few things so he's like uh-huh. so basically you show the shark without showing the shark and he says honestly that probably made the movie better because you don't see him until like more than an hour into the film and it's so jarring mm-hmm. you're like oh my god there it is and right right you know it gives that fear factor and anyways mm-hmm. so it worked out to his favor, right because you know but
1: because yeah. you you know something's in the water and i mean right so you know something is there you just haven't seen it yet <laughs> and right. that the does add ramped up and oh yeah. yeah i mean he's already gotten you know a couple people already <laughs> right so, yeah <laughs> um it was kind of funny because we started out watching this movie um, with the kids. And so I think by the end of the movie, Caleb was the only one who's 15. He was the <laughs> only one that like stuck around the other two. Mark hung around, uh, who's my youngest. He's uh-huh. uh, six. He'll be seven in July. But he stuck And he is obsessed with sharks. Um, he hung around a lot longer than I thought he would. Uh-huh. Um, and it was just so funny because throughout the whole movie, like the part that, you know, up until he watched, um, he was like, well, why are they in the water? They shouldn't be in the water. Sharks live in the water <laughs> and stuff. And it was just so funny because he was like trying to, and then when they were, you know, looking for it. And, you know, I had texted you and it was really funny because he was like, they should just put chicken in the water. He'll eat the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and it was like, oh, my gosh. Like He was trying to figure out a way to, like, make this okay.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And, um, and after a certain point, he was like, I like sharks and I don't want to finish this movie. <laughs>
0: And so Aww. i was like okay <laughs> So <laughs> they he, blow up he, the end,
1: <laughs> right yeah oh my god yeah that would have been traumatizing for him because so. <laughs> again i hadn't seen it in a while and i was i you know there was just certain things that i didn't remember and so um yeah so the ending i definitely did not remember that ending part because i was trying to remember and anyways um but yeah, and then Leah, who just does not care about sharks at all, um, <laughs> she was over it within. We were because we were eating dinner as we were watching the movie, and she was basically like, "Okay, I'm done with my food. Can I go now?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead." She's just like, "I'm out. <laughs> <This> movie's done." <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, she just doesn't like sharks. Like we even watched the Meg, and oh my god, I love the Meg. Mark I loves love the, the Meg, Meg. and. She, we watched it in the theater, and she was not having it. She was so upset at me that I made her go and watch the shark movie in the theater, like the big screen. She was not happy with me at the end of the movie. So sharks aren't her thing, unfortunately.
0: Oh, well. I guess you can't win them all. Oh, well. I know.
1: But... I just thought it was kind of funny. We all started out in front of the movie and ended up with just the oldest, which he actually really enjoyed it. He liked it. He thought it was pretty cool, especially for, cool. you know, being 1975. <laughs> and, well, you know, and that's you the know. thing. Like,
0: here's, he's 15 and like, even he can see the value of it and he's like, no, it's a good movie. Whereas like, exactly. he grew up on CGI that was far superior exactly. than what you and I grew up with. And so, I mean, that's, yeah. you know. It just kind of, right. again, and then, proves the fact that, you know, the practical effects definitely last longer.
1: Exactly. And we did kind of talk about that a little bit, too, where, you know, kind of,
0: not, I mean, yeah, kind of doing, like, a comparing
1: and contrasting of, like, you know, how movies are made now versus, like, you know, how they were before all of this, you know, digital, like, stuff, you know? And, uh,
0: yeah, so it was just, it was an interesting conversation. Um, but it was cool. <laughs> so, so Another thing I want to talk about was the music, uh, since the mm-hmm. music for this movie is so iconic, and yes. um, Spielberg had been wanting to work with John Williams for a while, and um, mm-hmm. finally got to work with him on this film, and when John Williams got him in the room to show him what he had, and mm-hmm. Spielberg goes, he, he takes two fingers, and he hits the lower notes on the piano, da-da, da-da, he goes, what do you think, and he goes, and, he goes, and I started to laugh, because you know john williams has a terrific sense of humor and he goes no i'm not kidding like this is really what i'm talking about and so (laughs) then he played like a little bit more and kind of ramped it up and and spielberg's Mm -hmm. like okay play it again and goes, "And play it again and like he's like once he's like i hadn't played a few times and he goes and i could i could feel it he goes it was definitely one of the he's like he, he nailed it like It was Uh just one of those, but like at first he thought it was a joke.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, it kind of is when you think about it because you got two notes. (laughs) And you're like, wait, shouldn't there be more? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, especially if
0: you have someone like John Williams. I mean, he is a composer, you know, and he composed symphonies with, you know, so many instruments and things like that and people. Mm -hmm. And he comes up to you with a two note symphony like kidding me with that like i'd be like wait a minute (laughs) right exactly yeah
1: no but yeah i mean you hear that and and you're right it is so iconic you hear that even now how many years later you hear it now and one you automatically associate it with this movie and two you can feel like the panic in a way of like oh shit like something's coming (laughs) You oh know, yeah, like and like something people still use is... the
0: tune as like a joke to friends. You know, you're like, I'm coming for right. you, but um, you know, like, right? I've been in <laughs> swimming pools where people have sung it as they come swimming towards you, and like, exactly. Like, but yeah, it's that's how those you those know. It's, it's like, yeah, like you're
1: a freaking genius when you have people not even knowingly like use it, but because they associate it with, you know, like
0: with what they you know saw and right and, oh i'm sure you've yeah, you've gone to aquariums have you ever gone to like where the shark oh, tank yeah. and all of a sudden you'll hear someone somewhere start doing oh
1: yes exactly
0: <laughs> no that's so true and it's like
1: even my kids like because we go to the aquarium all the time what well, we did and my kids who again had never seen the movie they knew like to do that because they've heard you know countless other people it's do it shark before. sound so yeah sound. it really is <laughs> it's like what sound does the shark make that's the sound <laughs> so yeah I mean you take you know a full uh, like a whole ass generation that has never seen it and they know what it is you know yeah, so it's
0: crazy yeah.
1: it is pretty insane um,
0: so I know we had talked about Bruce the shark and I had another really mm-hmm. funny story I had found and I found this on IMDb I I think it was talked about in one of the, like, Jaws special features DVDs, so I believe mm-hmm. it's a true story. So I'm just going to read exactly what it was off IMDb. So during pre-production, mm-hmm. Spielberg, along with Martin Scorsese, George Lucas, and John Milius, which I'm not sure who John Milius is, but the other three mm-hmm. obviously I know, uh, visited the effects shop to look at the shark. Lucas stuck his head in the shark's mouth to see how it worked and as a joke, Milius and Spielberg snuck to the controls and made the jaws clamp shut on Lucas's head <laughs> and Bruce malfunctioned <laughs> and so Lu- Lucas got stuck in the head <laughs> they were oh finally able to God. free him and the other three guys took off running out of the shop afraid they had done major damage to the shark. <laughs>
1: I just that's have this hilarious. image
0: of Spielberg and Scorsese. Like, oh get my the hell god, out of here. we
1: gotta go! Seriously? <laughs> While Lucas is there, like, it's stuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my like, god. But, like, at first you think you're like, oh my god, so immature. But Spielberg was 28, so he's probably like 27, right. 28 when this is going on. Like, that's the kind of shit you do with your but, friends. Like, exactly. exactly but you in you all do. honesty,. How many people?
1: (laughs) Exactly. How many people have gone up to like a shark's, you know, like jaw, and been like, "Oh yeah, take a picture of me, like my head stuck in the, you know, in its mouth." Like everyone does uh, it. Everyone. Everyone. I've (laughs) done it to a fake alligator. (laughs) Exactly. I was gonna say when we were in Louisiana, we did the same thing to a statue of an alligator. So right. if you don't do that, then you're just you're not fun. Just kidding, because <laughs> it's fun. Everybody does it once, and honestly, I mean, I, I to me, what makes the story even more hilarious is exactly like who is all in it. You have that's Lucas, what's you funny. have
0: Scorsese. <laughs> exactly, Yo, and that's what and makes especially, so especially because I don't think Star Wars had even come out yet, right? Because I think Star Wars was seventy six think so i think you honestly 76 right. is star wars and then you know mm. scorsese was still very new exactly so i mean they weren't uh. who they are today right i think scorsese had so. done taxi taxi driver by then
1: yeah star wars Anyways.
0: was 77 it looks like oh 77 that was close the only reason why I know is because I watch a lot mm-hmm. of that 70s show. And then they had I... the episode where Eric went to go. I was it, literally. I, know the year. <laughs>
1: I was literally thinking the same thing. That was so funny. I was funny. like, what
0: year did they do it on that 70s show? <laughs> I know.
1: That's so funny. Yeah, it looks like it was 77.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Scorsese but is still anyways, pretty new in yeah. But yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, these are in their time. I don't want to say like nobodies, but they hadn't they made a
0: new themselves yet. Yeah. yeah. They were so still n- young hearing and- the
1: story now and knowing the work that they've done since then is hilarious. <laughs> right. Because again, can you imagine George Lucas head stuck in this shark, can't <laughs> yes, get free? I can, free.
0: <laughs> like, I can imagine that's it. Hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious.
1: <laughs> exactly. Anyways, that's pretty great. I love that. I love that they had fun with that.
0: <laughs> I I know. I think that's he's like because you know Spielberg's like, oh my god, you guys, I'm doing this shark movie. And they're like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. And he's like, no, no, it'll be great. You got to see the shark? Come on, let's go check out the shark.
1: <laughs> right. They're like, hey, George, stick your head in there.
0: I don't even think they had to ask him I bet he just stuck his head in there because again it's the same thing and I would have done the same thing like if you'd stuck your head in there and I was in charge of this shark movie I'd be like we gotta close the draws quick (laughs) yes (laughs) and then also
1: high high tail it out of there when you realize and think
0: that you broke the oh shit (laughs) I think they did get him free and then they ran away but still (laughs) well yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's great so um, so I like guess that. yeah so I don't know what all happened but like the accident caused the orca to mm-hmm. begin sinking so Spielberg mm-hmm. was on a bullhorn on the other boat screaming to save the actors meanwhile Richard Dreyfuss is like no we got to save these crew members cuz it was like an older man they were helping was a like, crew member he was like in his 70s oh. and Richard Dreyfuss was trying to help him meanwhile yeah. the people who were filming and like ended up getting submerged and they mm-hmm. like the film got submerged and they oh thought they gosh. lost all the film for the day <gasps> until oh, they realized yeah. that like the developing solution is saline so oh. which is a saltwater solution right, so right, they right. flew the film over to New York City to like a film developing lab and they were able to save everything wow like they recovered everything like everything was fine and they didn't lose a single that's, bit that's crazy I know I'd be like that's oh sh-. Cool. like you're like oh shit that's all our stuff for the day today's been Seriously. hell and now I was like god damn it we're gonna lose a whole other day we're already over you know over time and over budget and, like in an interview Richard Dreyfus basically the Spielberg... last thing you want to happen <laughs> right and Spielberg was basically fired by the studio every day because he kept going over time and over budget <laughs> Spielberg just He's like no no, no no, I got this guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's fine <laughs> Well, and then, like, oh. the other problem is Robert Shaw, he's mm-hmm. um, he was uh Irishman, you know, native Irishman, mm-hmm. and his home country is Ireland. And so he was reminding Spielberg, like, hey, I can only be in the country so much longer. Otherwise, he had to pay, like, a shit ton of taxes. Oh. Wow. And so I'm not entirely sure. There's, be- there's a report that Robert Shaw said he basically made no money on the film um, because he ended oh, up sending it to the irs uh spielberg said he lost about a third of his wages to the irs um but basically the bottom line is is like he owed the irs a shit ton of money now whether he took home you know very little or not i don't know the whole take home or or what it really was yeah so but he was not pleased (laughs) they tried i guess they tried like him to canada on the weekends Mm -hmm. to help kind of combat that because he wasn't in the u.s technically but i don't know um but basically it looks like he may have gotten dinged for tax evasion and like oh it was yeah what a mess
1: crazy yeah seriously mess
0: crazy crazy yeah this film is all like I was telling you earlier, like this film is so many facts out there. I was like, Oh my God, I cannot read all these. I'll be here for four hours. <laughs> I've got another movie to, <laughs> to do. And um, That's so I, you know, kind of hopefully found some good ones. Another one that I found that was actually really gross and interesting mm-hmm. was that first shark you see that they killed. That right. is a real shark corpse. So it was a shark <gasps> that was killed off of Florida. They shipped it to Martha's Vineyard By the time it made it to Martha's Vineyard, it already started decomposing and smelling. And because of the way it was hanging by the tail, the organs had shifted down closer to the mouth to make it even more revolting.
1: Oh. Yeah. So, like, any of the
0: people that had to act near it were, like, totally gross because it stunk to high heaven. Like,
1: oh, I. Oh, my God.
0: I just. I was like, oh, Oh my my God. God. Just like. So gross. that's
1: crazy that's really cool though i mean it's I cool but like ugh, I can't even super imagine. gross and fish fish smell is a really um intense smell yeah
0: and it, it really is and you and i it's I mean, not we, ugh, it's not a fun smell I mean, and it's really yeah mm-hmm. we've smelt fishing boats before i mean oh you yeah know. You're out it's in California. Really funny. I grew up out there, and you can smell. It. You're like, oh my god, you
1: know. Oh yeah, it's really funny. There's certain times, uh, even just driving on the freeway and you have the window down, um, like, and you're coming around, you're coming up to the ocean, and you could just smell it. And the kids are like disgusted by it, and, and, and I mean, oh, we're yeah. not any. I mean, yes, we're we're you know on the freeway right next to the ocean, but we're not anywhere near, like,
0: but and all you, you got is that smell wind. It you get the wind just right What was i tell my husband like i told people i was like oh yeah they're like oh but you're you know you grew up by the beach yeah it smells like hot seaweed and dead fish like i don't know what else to tell you like sometimes it's not so nice (laughs)
1: right exactly like there's certain times where i'm like this is just gross can we leave
0: (laughs) so i can't imagine
1: having to stand next to it and like act
0: or oh god, I'd be like puking in a bucket I'd be like, I can't, I can't do this
1: Can't do this I can't do this Just I kidding.
0: can't <laughs> All I Seriously. think is what is, it, what is his name? Melman, I think, from um, <laughs> Madagascar oh, And he's gosh. got the wood tied to his hooves And he's like, I can't, I can't, I can't I can't <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's why I become
1: when you when we smell that fish smell. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um oh, so it's really funny seeing a young Richard Dreyfuss in this um mm-hmm. just because I mean, he is I was just looking him up actually on IMDb. It's just curious to see um, and you know how on IMDB they give you like their number of, you know, like how many like things they've done and stuff uh-huh. and his is close to like two hundred like as an oh actor. My. like, yeah, and it's it's insane. but it's so funny. like his character that he plays in this movie is is kind of hilarious because he's so young. And Mm -hmm. just, you know, he comes in as this guy who is supposed to, you know, and when he's looking at the first victim, you know, he's like, oh, this this was no, (laughs) and he's like, this was no boating accident. Like, what are you talking about? But he's trying to keep it together and he can't. And it's just getting like worse and worse, you know, (laughs) and I don't know. And then especially with his you know, his banter between him and Quint is just, I love it. I think it's hilarious. Um, they, I don't know, they did a really good job together where so, he's basically like, you're
0: this you know, crazy old man. <laughs> right. So, And Richard Dreyfus almost didn't end up in the film. So he was presented the script by Spielberg and he's like, this is a movie I want to watch. Not a movie I want to be in. It's <laughs> so... But really? Then, like, yeah, so then Richard Dreyfus has seen him, he's seen himself in his most recent film, and he's like, oh my god, this is terrible. I'm never going to get hired again. And he's like, and so he figured since Spielberg still hadn't seen it, he ran to Spielberg and was like, I'll do it, I'll do it. Because <laughs> he wanted work, wanted to make sure he'd still have work. And so, and right. he ended up doing that. um That's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, and so actually, I have to say, Richard Dreyfus. I think my favorite, one of my favorite, uh, roles by him mm-hmm. is Mister Holland's Opus, and he plays Mister <gasps> Holland.
1: Yes, I yes. love that movie. Mm-hmm.
0: It is so good. I tear up at the end it every time. Anyways, yep, that was that's <laughs> probably one of my favorite Richard Dreyfus movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. So, I know you were talking about Quint earlier, and Mm -hmm. he had his whole monologue about the USS Indianapolis. Um, He had originally tried to do it, but he ended up drinking too much on set, and uh, was too drunk, and nothing was usable. They couldn't use any of the takes, and I guess I've heard different stories. I heard that he... Woke up and was apologetic to, like, the next day was very apologetic to Spielberg and said he wanted to mm-hmm. it again. I've also heard that um, Roy Scheider uh, read him mm-hmm. a riot act and was, like, you know, screaming at him that, like, This useless and unprofessional <laughs> and, like, you know, hardly wow. to finish this if you're going to act like that. So I don't know what the real story is, but the bottom line is he did redo it in his mm-hmm. redo that you is his first take and that's the one you see um wow and i remember watching this a couple of years ago and with my husband who's a big world war 2 <laughs> buff and he was talking about the USS Indianapolis and i go i was like is that a real thing and my husband goes yeah it's a real thing and i was like did that really happen mm-hmm. he goes yeah all that really happened so i did a real quick kind of like wikipedia thing on the USS Indianapolis so yeah um, it was launched in 1931 US Navy um, In July of 1945 It took part in the top secret mission To deliver parts of Little Boy One of the two l- nuclear bombs that were dropped on Japan To the mm-hmm. Air Force Base on Island uh, Tinian Because the planes mm-hmm. that dropped the bomb They couldn't fly all the way there with them Because they're just too heavy um, mm-hmm. So they had to be shipped closer to Japan Then the planes came in Picked them up and dropped them mm-hmm. Um. At, uh, fifteen minutes after midnight on July thirtieth, the ship was torpedoed by a Japanese submarine I fifty eight, and sunk in twelve minutes. Um, Jeez, that's really fast. Twelve minutes, like yes, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, so of the one thousand one hundred and ninety five crewmen aboard, three hundred went down with the ship. The remaining Mm -hmm. 890 faced exposure, dehydration, saltwater poisoning, and shark attacks, with few lifeboats and almost no food or water. Um, The Navy learned of the sinking four days later when they were spotted by a routine air patrol. The pilot immediately gave assistance and worked to get the men rescued, um, calling it in, getting people to come in and help. Mm -hmm. Uh, When all said and done, only 316 crew members survived. Uh, Mm -hmm. One of the rescue planes was an amphibious plane that uh, broke orders. He defied orders and landed Mm -hmm. among the 12-foot swells because he was told not to land, and he's like, no, I'm landing. Uh, And they basically just had guys climb onto the plane and rescue 56 men. And even though his plane couldn't really technically hold that many, so they were men strapped to the wings with paracord. Uh, Mm -hmm. However, his actions made the plane unflyable. So later a ship came by to pick them all up, and the plane was sunk as it was unable to lift off. And Jeez. then in August nineteenth, twenty seventeen, the wreckage of the USS Indianapolis was found at the bottom of the Philippine Sea at the depth of over eighteen thousand feet. So holy moly. Yeah, they did suffer shark attacks. <laughs> um, it was also stated that it was probably the largest shark attack of ever, like in history. And wow. part of it was they they're not. It's unclear on whether the sharks, like, just attacked floating people, like people who are still alive, right. or if those who passed away of either dehydration or malnutrition, or or even some killed themselves if they ate the mm-hmm. dead. Um, but either way, it right. was a very harrowing. It was also one of the worst, uh, like, largest loss of life from a from a sinking.
1: That is insane.
0: Yeah. it's That's I, crazy. It's one of those, that's just not that well known. And then they put out a movie called the USS Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like 2015, 2012, something like mm-hmm. that. Like, it is horrendous. It is so bad. I couldn't get through it. Really? I was pissed. Yeah. So, like, the wow. graphics are very reminiscent of, like, 1980s. Like uh-huh. it was bad. It was and like the acting was bad. I yeah, was it. I want to say it was um. Oh, um, <clears throat> shoot, now I have to look it up. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was Nicholas Cage, Tom Sizemore's in it. Uh-huh. Uh, Thomas Jane, Matt Latner, James remnard Anyways, it is so bad and like. Well, I remember hearing about it,
1: but I don't think... I think maybe seeing, like, previews of it, I was like, meh, it doesn't seem that,
0: like... Yeah, 2016. Not, and, 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 wow. 2016 and I, came out, and it was horrendous. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I generally really enjoy, like, more movies and things like that. Um, just because I find it fascinating. um But, yeah, for some reason, that one I was not super like oh i need to watch that
0: <laughs> i think i made it 15 and it kind of stops
1: <laughs> yeah I-, I
0: made it 15 and minutes in. i was like this is hot garbage and it pissed me off because like the story is it writes right. itself it's such a good story right. like i mean it's really sad really heartbreaking but it's one of those like holy well, shit hell, like, these even- guys like yeah I mean, yeah was- well
1: i mean you yeah i mean just even the little bit that that Quint talks about in the movie is like, wow, like you really feel it, you know? Yeah. So, and that was just a short little like monologue of, you know, him talking about it and you're like, oh my God, like I want to hear more Mm -hmm. about this story. Like, right to, like <laughs> are we in a whole different movie now <laughs> you know
0: right. and I think that's actually what happened is like I had talked to my husband and he's like oh yeah no that's a real thing so then I started looking up on things about it and that movie mm-hmm. popped up and I was like oh there's a movie and I started I was like this is terrible like I think I tried looking <laughs> up like also like a um, documentary and stuff like that mm-hmm. but that popped up and I was like it's oh crazy. no I can't I can't watch this like it's yeah. just unwatchable that's crazy. I will say, though,
1: that Quint's second time around with this uh, monologue really, I mean, really hit hit it, like, on the head. Obviously, he did, he did it, what, in one take with this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, you could really feel, like, the emotion behind it. You could, you know, I mean, it was... And to know that, yes, this is, like, an actual event that really happened, right and so. it's
0: interesting because when he has the monologue and the other two guys are kind of looking at him and they're like oh mm-hmm. my god like we're talking to a survivor of the unit like it almost like his right. persona in the way he is like the way quint is almost mm-hmm. makes more sense now like exactly. people are like oh okay like i get it like this guy barely survived the end of world war Two. he was one of mm-hmm. the few to survive one of the worst sinkings and mm-hmm. like Saw horrific things that we can't even begin to understand. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it definitely made Quint's character a vir- much more rounded person,
1: right? Like he's seen some shit, and yeah, you know, like now you know why he is the way he is,
0: <laughs> right? <So>. Yeah. <laughs> and then, the, like, <laughs> I feel bad. Like, you hear his whole story, and then he gets eaten by a shark. You're like, oh, you poor I- bastard. <laughs> right. I was
1: it's almost uh, exactly. cruel. <laughs> I know. That was exactly my thought when I was watching it. I was like, but wait, he survives all of that just to
0: go make it taken I out know, right? this
1: way. Like talk about full fucking circle. Like Yeah, what? I know.
0: I was like, you oh, poor man. bastard.
1: <laughs> yeah. Seriously.
0: I thought that was like, mean. I was like, that's almost right? cruel. <laughs> cruel. Exactly. I'm like, "But wait, did you hear what he said? Did, like, did you hear his I monologue? Cause
1: I think you did.
0: <laughs> Who wrote his monologue and then thought, I know how he's gonna go. <laughs> right? I got it. <laughs> Who did that? I want to yeah, know. Right? I'm just kidding. It's just mean. It's mean-spirited <laughs> is what it is. Someone woke Seriously. up and chose violence. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah and you know it's so crazy so like um during that same interview with spielberg in that the that interview in the 70s mm-hmm. he had like interviewer had asked spielberg he said um did anyone ever suggest to you to use a real trained shark and he said yeah actually they did and he said well what happened <laughs> <And> he goes <laughs> well we had an idea that he said you know the scene where richard Dreyfus is in the um a cage and mm-hmm. he goes we had an idea to get uh, i'm going to use their words and i don't think it's very mm-hmm. pc but i'm going to use their words and we'll move on uh, he goes to get a midget okay. and put him in a cage a smaller cage to make a regular 15 foot shark look like a 30 foot shark because now you have a little person in mm. a little cage mm-hmm. and he goes so we went over and we interviewed midgets and he goes so we put mm-hmm. a casting call out and this guy shows up with like cuts and bruises and blood on him and he's like what what happened and he goes i wrecked my car just outside the lot he goes but i didn't want to be late for this because i really need the job and i really need the money and so um uh, Spielberg said he's like so we had the ambulance come to my office over on universal lot jumped uh-huh. him out and i thought if this guy is willing to To do all that, then he's hired, you know, weren't it? So they sent him down to Australia with a few of the crew members just to get some footage of him underwater in a cage with sharks. Well, Mm -hmm. for like two days, they couldn't find sharks; like they they weren't showing up. (laughs) But on the end of these boats, they had the cages, which were like a bright, shiny metal. Mm -hmm. Well, like on the second or third day, one of the sharks actually grabbed one of the cages and like ripped at it because it was like a lure basically like Mm -hmm. busted this like this cage like busted it up and they go to go find the guy they had hired and they can't Mm -hmm. find him anywhere and they're like so then it turns out he had locked himself in the bathroom in the front of the ship and he's like I'm not going out there I'm not doing it <laughs> like, they're like we hired you we're paying you $10,000 a day to do this and he's like nope right. not doing it <laughs> oh my and, gosh uh, yeah so he didn't have because I guess he didn't end up doing it but yeah but like to be fair the cage he was going to be in kind of got ripped to shreds <laughs> like,
1: oh yeah definitely if I would have saw like, that I would have been like nope nope not doing that <laughs> not <Nope>, going <laughs> out of that not one Not <laughs> going to- seriously you could not pay me Enough to go. I thought yeah. I wanted to do this. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so that anyways, is I insane. Will link
0: that. Yeah, so you can hear the interview, which is really kind of hilarious. And uh, also talks about I f- struggles with the shark. So,
1: right. I find it kind of hilarious where they're like, "Oh, you, you know, using a trained shark." Like, show right. me a trained shark. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's an oxymoron. <laughs> I thing, mean, guys. sure. No, it's not. Not a thing. I'm sure you could train dolphins, but I don't know if you could train a shark. <laughs> I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Honestly though, I'm I'm really glad that they didn't use a real shark. Um Me too. Because <laughs> I don't feel like you would have gotten exact again, it's like going out in Mother Nature. You know, and wanting to film on the open sea, it's like okay, so now you you really want to like, you know, try and control something that you're not going to be able to control at all, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's not a dog here, like no, you know, <laughs> it's a little bit different than that. <laughs> and you're in their home, you know, you're in their, right. their ocean, y- like you're in and to their be place. honest, <laughs> right. And to be honest, I feel like, I mean, obviously yes, sharks are dangerous, but at the same time, I don't feel
0: like sharks are as exciting,
1: one hundred percent of the time.
0: So no, not at all. They just kind of cruise the ocean. They're just they're just cruise missiles. Unless I don't
1: know, unless you happen to catch them at a time where they are in a feeding frenzy or things like that because, I mean, I don't know, I really enjoy shark week (laughs) Um, and so, and I mean, you know, I've watched a lot of different like shark documentaries and things like that, but these are people that Mm -hmm. have the time to sit out on the ocean and wait or try to make something happen, but again, you also have to look at how many times they're out there and nothing happens. (laughs)
0: Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: So, so anyways.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. I think say. what's interesting, too, with this film is, like, it's very, you know, you have this guy who's from the big city, and now all of a sudden, like, they don't really say why he's now living on the island as a police chief. Like, I don't right. know they just want a quieter <clears throat> family life. Mm-hmm. And so, like, his, for the first time they, you know, realize the a shark attack, his knee-jerk reaction is to close the beach, and he's like, no, we gotta close the mm-hmm. beach, which... You know, and then meanwhile the mayor's like, nah, nah, man, no. it's cool. Like, it's, it's alright, you're fine. Like, we're
1: fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're fine, you're overreacting, like, this is, like, right. you know, a townie talk, you know, he do not even know what he's talking about, he some city boy, like, he just, right. you know, panicking over well, nothing. Well, not only and-
1: that, but it's, you know, mayor sees it as dollar signs, and you're not closing right. down his dollar signs. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's not gonna absolutely. lose money over one, you know, shark attack.
0: <laughs> yeah. So... But mm-hmm. it is kind of interesting. Like, he's just, like, this, you know, city guy mm-hmm. that's all of a sudden living the island life. And-
1: right. But, yeah,
0: and I did get,
1: like, I did have, like, a little, like, moment where I yelled at the TV when, like, the mom, you know, whose uh, child was, you know, attacked by a shark and stuff. You know, she started yelling at, at um, oh my gosh. I Brody. Brody. Yeah, Brody. And I'm like,
0: but he wanted to close the beach. I know. I said the same thing to my husband. I was like, he wanted to. I know what I was I said the exact same thing to my husband. I know. So I guess so here's the thing. So the um the little boy of that woman, he Uh went and um he started a sandwich shop, like in real life, like as an adult. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. he had a sandwich called, um, I think, the Alex Kittner, which is the name of his character. Oh, huh. Uh, so it was a sandwich named after his character. And the woman, she laughed, She's you know, because she came to the sandwich shop and she laughed. She goes, and she had said to somebody that she had played the mother of Alex Kittner in Jaws. <laughs> and then this guy uh-huh. comes running out of the sandwich shop and it was him. And it was the first time oh. the two had met since like, since they had filmed the film. in the seventies, and like, yeah, and this was like in the sometime like mid two thousands or something. So it had been years, and uh, yeah. So, anyways, but they got to like reunite at this like randomly at the sandwich shop he had started and had a sandwich. <laughs> that's so cool. Character. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's pretty awesome. Oh my gosh. Right now, that's the really woman cool. who played Miss uh Mrs. Kitner, Lee Fierro, she passed away just last year um at the age of 91.
1: Wow. So, yeah. nice. That's crazy.
0: So, those are our fun facts and I don't know if you've got yeah. anything else to talk about. I mean, this kind of really set the tone for shark movies. Um, yeah, it really did. You, know, you mentioned the Meg. I, I love the Meg. I also like the Blake Lively oh. movie. Did you see that? Yes. I can't Was remember it the what, 47, name 47 meters or 47? No, that's like that. the other one. I didn't oh, like 47 so meters. There was um now I gotta look it up. It's the Blake Lively. Uh,
1: Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I can't remember what it is. The shallows. Yes, that was really good too. But yeah, yeah, I love a good shark movie. Like honestly, if it has a shark in it, I'm there for it. I don't care how cheesy it is. I don't I don't care. I love like the Meg. When we watched the Meg, I was one, I was so happy that we got to see it in theater. Um, just because that was like I was like I have to I need to see Same. this like, <laughs> I, was like
0: must I was more see excited movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. and um and it was so funny story about that so that weekend we were in Louisiana visiting family and my sister-in-law had gotten tickets to go see um Journey and Def Leppard and uh-huh. so at first it was gonna be my husband and I who was who we're going to go with her. Um, but I, uh, my son, my our oldest, he really liked Journey. So I was like, you know what? Go ahead and like, take him with, like, like have him go with yeah. you. And I'll sure. stay with the younger two. So, I mean, I love a good concert. I love Journey, love Def Leppard, but not gonna lie, I was low key really excited to go fucking see the Meg. <laughs> <In> the <laughs> You're like, I'll see Journey another
0: time. The Meg, however. <laughs> right.
1: And I mean, my husband and I had seen Journey here, like at the Santa Barbara. Oh, okay, so you Bowl, had seen Journey before. Yeah. Willie so
0: really wasn't that horrible to me, Right. Yeah. So
1: I was like, I had already seen them. They were, they're fucking amazing. Like, they're awesome. But at yeah, the same I've time, like I knew, as
0: well.
1: yeah, and at the same time, like I knew my son really enjoyed them, and that was like his first concert. So I'm like, no, he's going to this, like, so like, yeah. take him. So then at the same time, you know, I was like, oh, let's see what's playing at the theater. And I shit you not, <laughs> I was so excited. The kids, like, Mark was so excited, Leah was the other one that was just not excited. But I was excited, right. so. <laughs> and we bought that, so we ended up, like, buying the movie, like, when it came out and stuff. And, oh my god, that's one movie that we watched, well, Mark and I watch all the time. I love it. <laughs> that's really funny. I that it and it too, I, I and love
0: <laughs> I think I spent the money to make sure I got it in, like, IMAX, or, or not the IMAX, and they, like, Blu-ray, like, Uh uh-huh. like Yeah
1: like the highest Speaking quality
0: much, since we got the new tv i have not watched it and now i feel like i've gotta <gasps> rewatch it you need to speak. watch it we've watched I know. it and it's I amazing know. it's so good i think i may have yes. seen that one i can't remember i think it came out in august uh-huh. and then it was the same year that uh the theater near us that's now closed we have no theater now hooray oh. um i know thanks covid and so Great. the movie theater near us they did the flashback cinema so, right mm-hmm. around, like, a week or two before my birthday, Jaws was showing. And so, I yeah. told my husband, it was, like, the week of my birthday, it was, like, within a week of my birthday. And I was, like, mm-hmm. this is what I want to do. Let's let our friends know if they want to come see this. Let's go see this. Right. So, we saw Jaws, like, we had a group of friends show up and we all watched Jaws on the big screen, which I'm so excited I got a chance to do. And That's it was, awesome. Oh, my God. It's so good on the big screen. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Oh, I bet. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, we saw it on the big screen <laughs> and then, like you know and then of course uh i think they do previews too and so i was like oh "Oh my god the meg (laughs) it's like (laughs) me and another one of my friends he's big in the shark films we're like we're gonna go see the meg and like we ended up like putting together like a lot of the same people who went to go see jaws together with me Mm -hmm. like we all went to go see the meg together but i think we might have seen meg in i think we did imax for that one i was like no we should go see imax for this one um yeah yeah, a good shark movie. But yes, this movie I get, I have, I did get to see it in theaters, and it was that's really totally cool. Totally worth it. Totally worth yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I'm
1: actually really happy our movie theaters made it back. I wasn't too sure because the one in the mall um, had actually filed for bankruptcy last year, and we weren't sure if they were going to come back. But they're open. Mm-hmm. They're only open half days, but they're open. I think they like start at like four o'clock or something like that. Nice. Okay. But I'm really happy because they are starting to um, also do kind of like a flashback like movie day, uh, Those are which awesome. I think yeah. is really cool. Yeah, I think honestly, there's you, a flashbacks lot of movies. Are the way
0: to do. I saw so many flashback movies. I was like, why have I not been doing yeah. this more often? Like these are amazing. Right.
1: <laughs> but um, not only that, but it's like, why are not movie theaters doing this more often? Like, do you yeah. know how many people like even though, especially like the big like you know blockbuster movies like. Right. right. that I back saw, even see, if it's for a weekend in the, flash-
0: <laughs> in the flashback i saw um sound of music once I saw sound of music cool. jaws top gun um oh, top gun. jurassic park goodfellas blazing yeah. saddles um, see i don't remember what else i've done too i feel like there's a couple others And, like, there's like like, I get really excited, and my husband's like, Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't really care. I was like, Fine, I'll go by myself. Bye. And, like, I do. I'll just go (laughs) by myself. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, Titanic. (laughs) I resell Titanic. Um, That's so so cool. It's really cool. It's so fun. I think that is something that needs to come back. Yeah, our theater didn't make it because the summer before COVID, they had some sort of, like, mechanism break in their power grid. And it's the kind of, like, giant mechanism that is, like, special ordered because it's only, like, made to order. Like, they only make it if it gets right. ordered. It's, like, this huge piece. And so um, oh, for sucks. a lot of the summer of 2019, they were basically closed down and missed all revenue for summer blockbusters. Um, oh. I was actually so there in the So then 2020 comes through. Yeah, actually, when I went <laughs> to go see, I saw the Labyrinth there. And mm-hmm. while I was there to go see the That's Labyrinth. Cool partway through the movie um, power totally went out and they couldn't get it back on and so they had given us vouchers and they were able to like get it back on and they had issues and Mm -hmm. then that summer is when they had all these other issues Uh, and so they lost a whole bunch of revenue that summer and then COVID hit and they just never recovered so that really sucks it was really sad so now it's just an empty theater that's hopefully hopefully somebody comes in and takes it and keeps it as a theater because it'd be nice to actually have a theater with it like close distance of us but anyways yeah so. i'm actually
1: really surprised because even like the other theater that's close by to us they and and that's the one that shows kind of like after like the new releases are out like it takes it picks those ones up because it's like i think three dollars to go in and watch a movie which oh, is really that's cool. nice um so they do a lot of like kind of flashback like movies which is fun so anyways awesome. but if you haven't seen this movie and since summer is coming up, we highly recommend going back and throwing this movie on. Um, It yes. is on HBO Max. Yes. Right? So if you yep, have HBO Max, watched it you can, yeah, that's where I watched it too. So I think all the have it,
0: movies are on HBO Max, so have fun. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. So definitely go back and watch this movie because honestly, it's it's amazing and it's a it's the start of you know summer blockbusters for a reason (laughs) so yeah it
0: definitely set the tone and you know and i and it definitely like we said it holds up still today and if you have a movie theater near you that is reopening Mm -hmm. and they do a flashback cinema and you ever see this one pop up take my word from me take my word for it and go see it because it's totally worth it hearing the music from john williams and like a theater surround sound ugh so good so definitely go so see it <laughs> um, we are oh another big announcement that we need to talk about yes. is we have new merchandise mm-hmm. uh, so you've got to go to our website com. we have summer blockbuster inspired merchandise we've got some t-shirts mugs uh, water bottles uh, sweatshirts yes. so the ones <clears throat> inspired for this movie we have a quince shark fishing sweatsh- uh, sweatshirt, as or zip-up hoodie, as well as a hoodie. t-shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we also have... And a have...
1: tank. Didn't you do the tank?
0: No, the tank top is in the Amity Surf Shop. Amity Island Surf um, Shop. Just yeah, kidding. so it's the Amity Island Surf Shop. It's the tank, as mm-hmm. well as a zip-up hoodie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for funsies, I went ahead and put in a Amity Island High School Home of the Sharks t-shirt. That's kind of fun. <laughs> um that one kind of made me smile i thought it was pretty good and i yeah. you know and by the way in case anyone was wondering the colors of the high school that i put in there um i took from the on the film the amity island sign was in those mm-hmm. colors so that's where i grabbed those that's the the navy blue and gold um yes so anyways it's so fun it's silly um uh, you know but it's cool. It's so different. anyways, it's, yeah. It is different. Uh, so
1: so if you wanna wear it for summertime, definitely get your orders in. Um I yep. you probably will have already seen the Instagram post that we made for kind of not really like pre orders, but just letting you know that if you wanna wear it and during the month uh, well, during summertime. <laughs> summertime. <laughs> um you know, yeah. Yeah. Um you can definitely order it anytime. Um it is up and ready and um, Yeah, we have lots of other merchandise coming along for this month. uh, Mm Because what our next movie is Jurassic
0: Park. Yes, I love that movie too. It's one of my all time (laughs) favorites. We'll talk about it next week. But I did want to say real quick, I I did a history and film class, and our teacher had us write an essay on the best film, not necessarily like our favorite, but the best film we've ever seen. Nice. And I chose Jurassic Park. Nice.
1: Yeah. Um, But nice. yeah, so we do have some merch coming out for that one um, as well, as well as uh, Top Gun and yes. completely drawing a blank on the last one. So Armageddon. Not... Armageddon, that's right. Armageddon. On. <laughs> should yeah, I have that's made exactly an where my mind was.
0: Like, I don't know. <laughs> like... <laughs> I feel like
1: we should have. <laughs> Maybe
0: kidding. a mug. Maybe I'll do an Armageddon. A mug. A mug. Oh, that would be good.
1: Yeah. So anyway, so we have a, a lot.
0: This is Armageddon.
1: On. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, we have lots of fun merch coming out. So if you guys are interested in that, definitely go to our website at the and you can hit the uh, shop tab and yeah, see right at the front shop button. Yeah,
0: yes, and so shop uh, of course have fun. <laughs> Serena had mentioned Instagram. Oy with the coffee already. You'll see us on that mm-hmm. and uh you can always listen to our podcast at let's see stitcher google podcast itunes spotify and amazon taking them all mm-hmm. yes all right i know i did it i jumped yeah. on it and um you of course can email us at boy with the coffee already wait no our email is the to besties at gmail.com sorry <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, um... <laughs> it's been a morning <laughs> so yeah <laughs> um I think that's it. We'll catch you all next week for Jurassic Park. Um, Hope you guys got your dinosaurs ready. And mm-hmm. and then after Jurassic that's Park, really? we'll talk about Armageddon and then Top Gun. So, keeping mm-hmm. that summer blockbuster theme going. I'm so... Oh my god, I love these movies. Except for maybe so Armageddon. So-so. I feel like I'm very so-so about it, but that's okay. We'll talk about that later.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> and maybe we'll get you an Armageddon on mug. We'll see. So... <laughs> anyways <laughs> we'll catch you yep. guys all next week for jurassic park and hope you're enjoying your summer so far yep have a good day all right bye, bye.